What you're about to hear was aired on Planet Philadelphia, environmental radio show on Germantown Community Radio, 92.9 FM, WGGTLP in Philadelphia, and on gtownradio.com. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Planet Philadelphia. I'm Kay Wood, the host. Linda Rosenwein, our assistant producer reporter, is here with me, and we're on a call with Dr. Nasir Mahmoud. So hello, Dr. Nasir. Thank you so much for speaking with Linda and myself today. Hi, thank you so much for inviting me here. It is really a pleasure to talk to you. We're going to be asking you about your research into producing hydrogen, but before we get into all of that, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Uh, as, as you introduce, uh, I'm Dr. Nasser Mahmood, a uh, material scientist and working at the School of Science uh, Applied Chemistry uh, at RMIT University. RMIT University located in Melbourne in the center of the city. So the university focus uh, towards the sustainable goals of UN. So for that, we are developing uh, sustainable solutions for our environmental crisis. One of our mission is to support the international community and our own local community with the net zero emission targets. So we are trying to find some uh, really sustainable solutions which have no side impacts in the long run. So one of them is the topic that we are going to talk today is the hydrogen. Let's talk a little bit about hydrogen. What is important about hydrogen and why have you focused on this particular problem? There's a many reasons behind this. Uh, the first reason is like, uh, you know, we are uh, losing energy sources. They are depleting very quickly. The second, their extensive use has created many, many environmental issues. The, the whole inspiration comes to me when I saw one photo from one of the big city in the world that the humans wear masks. It, that was a before COVID. Not only humans wear masks, the photo shows the animals also need to wear the mask to breathe because the environment is very, very dirty. I leave one of those cities and it is really become, becoming very dirty at that time. So that means we now need to focus towards resolving this issue. The best solution is if we can produce clean energy, that is a hydrogen that has only a byproduct water. So it is made from water. Once we use it, it only produces water. So there is a no uh, greenhouse gases going into our environment. But the challenge comes when we want to produce hydrogen. The challenge comes if we are using our fresh water, drinking water to produce hydrogen. So that is not a viable solution because we have a very, very finite source of uh, drinking water. If we utilize that water to produce hydrogen, then what we will drink? So we need to think about some alternative uh, water sources to use them and to produce hydrogen. 
but all those alternative water sources they are very complex they are dirty if we utilize them they also produce some some other uh, side products which can be again very harmful so what we are developing here we are trying to utilize those complex water streams saving energy and money on on utilizing those water streams one of them is a seawater and other is a wastewater at the same time we keep in mind we are not producing any other toxic gas or chemicals into the environment i believe today most hydrogen is produced from fossil fuels but the process you're talking about is to use an electrolyzer to split the water to make the hydrogen is that correct yes the most of the hydrogen almost 96% hydrogen is coming directly or indirectly from the fossil fuels so but it has a different levels of producing carbon footprints black and gray hydrogen we are already saying no to it but the blue hydrogen which has a, a very very less compared to gray and black hydrogen carbon footprints is still is acceptable because it help us to meet our carbon neutralization uh, process uh, but if we need a entirely a green process that is only electrolysis but electrolysis will be only green when we are using renewable electricity sources to split the water into hydrogen and oxygen the electricity sources themselves have to be green and is that an issue that there will be enough of those green electric sources to do the processes yes there is uh, uh, enough uh, green sources because uh, uh, we are lucky we have uh, a lot of sun we have a wind we have many other uh, sources of uh, converting the natural energy sources into electricity the only issue comes in they are all are intermittent so some are available for some period of time and we need to work on how we can utilize them to catalyze continuously the water because if they are intermittent sources once they are shut down the electrolyzer will shut down so when the electrolyzer is shut down that will have a severe problems with the electrolyzer process so that's the engineering we need to carry out how we can make those electrolyzers uh, sustainable with their, those kind of intermittent energy sources systems basically hydrogen be doing a dual function it is also becoming a storage of that intermittent electricity and it is a chemical storage so it has a longer life depending on how good we can store it and then it can be utilized in both sides because somewhere we can't use electrons directly as electricity in chemical industries we need a hydrogen as a molecular energy over there so hydrogen becomes more widely accepted both in a chemical processing industry both in a energy meeting the energy requirements in the energy industry and also the household and all our transportation systems yes i believe there's a number of things that hydrogen would be useful for there are some industries that need a lot of energy um heavy trucks hydrogen might be better than trying to use batteries yeah. aviation yes. and shipping i i understand shipping uh, ship, shipping is a big challenge uh, especially because uh, this is the one of the, our our technology like uh, what we did we produce hydrogen from seawater without uh, any desalinization so because desalinization is also a process we mm -hmm. clean the seawater 
but it required a lot of energy and leaves carbon footprints and required a lot of capital expense at the beginning and also ongoing expenses and also not feasible to install those kind of a big desalinization process uh, setups at every point because some like uh, if we need a um, uh, shipping some big ships they require tons of the hydrogen to be utilized on their travel from one side of the world to the other side of the world so we can't have a that much hydrogen store on top on them because the hydrogen is a large volume gas it's very difficult to store large quantity on every ship and secondly we can't put the desalinization steps and electrolyzer on site so if we have only electrolyzer which is a compact electrolyzer they are using water directly from there and we have a solar energy over there so they are producing their own energy while they are moving so they are producing hydrogen from sea directly and they are going so we don't need to have a storage of a lot of a kind of explosive gas that's a dangerous to store and what key problem we solve in this one because if we use directly our seawater we produce a lot of chlorine no doubt chlorine is a value added product it used in many chemical industries to meet our needs but uh, if we start producing chlorine from the sea to meet our hydrogen requirements the amount we will be producing that will be around 3 to 4 times of the world consumption it means we will be leaving 180 millions or maybe more than 200 million tons of chlorine every year into the environment that is again a type of a greenhouse gas that will be again a toxic gas so we will be solving one problem and creating another problem so we need to tackle all those kind of things to think long run we don't need to rush to find a solution and then create another big problem for our next generations so we have to keep in mind what solutions we are going to provide to our next generations this is a good time it seems to me if you could in a way that a general person would understand say something of what this process is that you're developing we are developing a process to produce clean and green hydrogen through a sustainable process so why we say clean green and sustainable process we omitting any of the side reactions so what we simply do we take a sea water from any seashore and then put into the our electrolyzers and utilize our newly developed catalyst and split it into hydrogen and oxygen and then we analyze the quality of hydrogen oxygen and the system and to determine if any problem will be created in long run in a future any side effects will be appearing in a future because our aim is not to rush to have something uh, saleable our aim is to produce a really sustainable solution for our next generations so they don't need to worry again about their environment because of what we did to our environment so that that's the basic aim so the process is very simple it's a traditional process of electrolysis simply we are implementing two electrodes one is anode and cathode and we are utilizing a water the water is not the fresh water it's a sea water natural sea water we apply some electricity and the electricity is coming from the renewable energy sources that's a solar a solar system and then splitting the uh, sea water into simply hydrogen and oxygen it also very important for our uh, water uh, life cycle because if we are producing hydrogen one and chlorine on the other end we are emitting the oxygen so this hydrogen when we will utilize this hydrogen it will come into the environment direct with the oxygen and produce 
water so we will be disturbing the oxygen cycle in the environment because uh, million tons of hydrogen will be utilized by the world if the numbers are roughly more than 500 million tons per year so if we are burning that much so how much oxygen will be required for that purpose so we will be creating an oxygen deficient environment if we are not producing similar amount of oxygen from water to keep the cycle balanced so that is one of the another reason to inhibit the chlorine and produce the oxygen from the seawater another thing i read about was that it's very expensive to make hydrogen. Is that an issue that you are working on as well? Uh, yes, uh, that's the, the key reason why our major hydrogen is coming from the fossil fuels because the electrolysis is not that efficient at the moment. Electrolysis utilizes a lot of energy. So that's why we introduce different kind of a catalyst into electrolyzers so that we can reduce that energy consumptions. So the cost of the hydrogen which we produce by electrolysis is depending on how much energy we put in. At the moment, it, the values are 60 to 70 kilowatt for one kg of hydrogen, which is very very high and the international agencies are saying if we can bring that numbers to 40 so then we can make hydrogen is possible that it will be available for everyone with the two dollar per kg cost that is affordable cost for the hydrogen so we are working on that one while we are uh, inhibiting we are exploring the alternative water sources at the same time we are also exploring that how to reduce that energy consumption down. so far we have a very good success we inhibit all the side directions we make use of these uh, seawater and other water streams at this and as well as we also make the process very efficient we reduce the energy consumptions a lot and now we are scaling it up so that we can have a more in, uh, energy efficient process uh, and available for the commercial use. Have you done proof of concept? Where, where are you in the process? We have already done the proof of concept and uh, we have uh, tested the materials uh, used uh, under the industrial conditions uh, using a small uh, prototype. And now what we are doing, we're entering into the stage where we are start uh, producing these materials into a large quantities so that because the first we produce something in lab that's a very high quality. So once we put into the industrial scale, of course, that's a large quantity from few grams, few hundred grams to we need to produce a tons. So that's a big amount. So we, we are now we are in the process to convert this into tons and then retesting that one to make sure that we are getting the same efficiencies, what we prepared in the lab so that then we can put into the commercial electrolyzers. And we are aiming to have this available to be in the commercial electrolyzers by 2025. Well, this has been great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Thank so, you so much. much. And Thank you so much for your time. If you want to know more about Planet Philadelphia, go to planetphiladelphia.com. You could also find out more about other G-Town Radio programming by going to gtownradio.com. I hope you will consider making a small monthly donation to help Planet Philadelphia continue presenting interviews on important underreported environmental topics and exploring their complexities and intersections. Thank you so much for your support.